laughing. Never boring. It was pretty insane. Sometimes shocking. Oh. oh my God, no. Unapologetically fucked up chat where there is always a fair bit going on. And I'm super excited about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's Terry. In the last episode, I opened with the line, I am ready to stop being a hoe. I am ready to stop being an arsehole to guys. And I am ready to start dating properly. It's now been a week. And, well, this has well and truly gone out the fucking window. I am sorry. I tried. I really did. I'm not saying that I'm going to go back to my old hoe ways straight away. But if I do, I know that I can be safe. Why and how, you may ask. Because I have the support of a motherfucking condom company. Yes, Fear of It Going On has its first sponsor. Introducing Yena Condoms, supporting not only Fear of It Going On, but they support sexual positivity, which is definitely a bit of me. And they're also the first Aussie company that puts a consent label on every wrapper. Absolute legends, and I'll include all of their socials in the show notes. So make sure you give them some love and use them when you're giving or receiving a bit of love. So I gave that dating life a crack. I truly did try. But I realized I had a momentary lapse in judgment. I discovered that dating in 2021 is fucked. It's absolutely fucked. I know I've been out of the game for a while, but... What, what I found was absolutely baffling. I don't know how people date regularly. That was truly a fucked up experience. So I've decided that I shan't be taking part in dating. Well, for now anyway. But what I will be taking part in is my never-changing attitude of not giving a fuck. Now, I could sit here and pretend that I don't give a fuck about anything And by saying that, I'm now making a conscious decision not to give a fuck. But at the same time, by me saying that, I'm now giving a fuck about not giving a fuck, which means I do give a fuck. (laughs) So let me break this down. Every single person gives a fuck about something. I, for example, give a fuck about good sex, good friendships, family, and my business, even if people who you think don't give a single fuck about anything. For example, the 9-11 plane hijackers or Scott Morrison about the entire Australian population. These people actually gave a lot of fucks. Even though they are different fucks to mine or yours, they're still fucks. You can't not give a fuck about everything. It's impossible and you wouldn't even want that. That's not desirable whatsoever. But the problem is that too many of us give too many fucks about the things that aren't important and the things that don't matter, the things that we can't control or change, like the opinion of what others, what people think of us, or whether or not someone likes us. So this episode in particular came about from someone asking me to do an episode on how not to give a fuck. But I also wanted to do this because something happened recently, aka I tried to date, that I can relate to this that made me realise that I'm pretty good at not giving a fuck about the stupid things that don't matter. So let's start this episode. Let's kick this off 
with this little story. I'm going to try and brush over it as quickly as possible so I can get to the good shit about not giving a fuck. This episode is going to have a lot of fucks. <laughs> not ones that we give, just, just the word in general. And look, I am not saying that this guy I'm about to tell the story about is trash. This episode is not an I hate men episode. It's quite literally the opposite because I love men. But this is a fresh story. It's relevant to the key points of this episode. So here we go. Cue me having a quick sip of wine before we start because, like, boy, do I need it. So I had been hanging out with this guy for... I know, maybe like a month or two. The same guy, nobody else. I hadn't even been using Tinder. What the actual fuck? (laughs) So in the weekend, we had drinks at my house with, um, there was him and one of his best friends who I'd hung out with a bunch of times already. Then later on in the night, a couple of other people came over and this included a girl that I had already met at his birthday party before. And she 100% knew him and I had been seeing each other because she literally hit me up about it the night that we met. So <laughs> she definitely fucking knew. <laughs> so all night, this chick is trying to hook up with him, push him into my bathroom, hook up with him on my couch. And... Look, I don't know what to do in this situation. This is already such unfamiliar territory for me, hanging with the same guy for a long period of time. Like, do I say something? Do I throw hands? What the hell do you do? I don't fucking know. But I I hate drama. I didn't want the drama. So I didn't say anything. And in his defense, he wasn't doing anything back, but... I was just sitting there like, you know I can see all of this, right? Like, what? I, I don't know what's going on. What do I do? This is really weird. And he didn't say anything about it whatsoever. There was no, like, don't worry, this is nothing. Um, she does this. I don't know if she does this. I don't even know if they fucking banged before. I did not know. He didn't say anything to give me kind of any sort of reassurance that it was all good. So let me just fast forward the next bit. Fast forward to the police shutting this down, (laughs) which is another story in itself. But anywho, old mate, actually, I need to give him a nickname because that's going to make the story so much easier. Let's call him the (laughs) 22-year-old. Fuck. Now after giving him this name, this, this drama makes sense and I'm seriously questioning my life choices even more so. (laughs) Fuck. Anyway, 22-year-old is getting more alcohol when the cops arrive. And the girl that he had been, the girl that had been trying to hook up with him starts fucking getting smart to the cops and making an absolute scene, trying to tell them that if they wanted her to leave my house, that they had to order her an Uber. I was like, what is going on? Shut up. These cops are actually being really good about this. And she keeps, like, hurling abuse at them. It was really messed up. Anyway, we get outside. She leave, We all leave. And we go downstairs to find the others. So we're all out on the street. And at this point, this girl's just super fucked up. She already fucked me off from trying to hook up with the guy I've been seeing. Get smart to cops in my house. And then when we're on the street, I had just had enough. And admittedly... I know how to wind somebody up. 
I know exactly what to say to push somebody's buttons without being mean, though. I'd hate being mean to people um, and saying, like, hurtful things. But I just know how to push people's buttons if that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) It's an art, and I do not deny this. I don't know exactly what I said. It wasn't much. I know it wasn't much. But this chick full-on attacks me and grabs my hair like she fucking launched herself at me and I was I didn't want to fight back because I knew that I could have seriously hurt her she was wide open her guard was down I would have thrown my signature left right hook probably would have even finished with a head kick for good measure but alas I did not I hate street fighting I think it's gross and although I usually love it when somebody pulls my hair This specific situation did not turn me on. The 22-year-old did not have my back, not once. And not even once in person did he ask if I was okay. And I was just like, what the actual hell is going on? I did not sign up for this drama. I've had to deal with watching her try and hook up with you in my house. I've had to deal with her getting smart to cops in my house. That was another situation I had to deal with. And now I have to deal with her attacking me and pulling my hair and not fighting back because I know that I will I will seriously I could seriously hurt this girl and I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna use my training for this particular cause. I'm just not gonna do that. So then his friend goes Why do you even care? Like, you guys aren't even dating properly. And he just kind of, like, agreed, agreed again in, like, a later text message and asked me why I care because we weren't dating. (laughs) It's laughable now, one, because I've got a wine in my hand, and two, because I'm not so worked up. But let me get this straight. Just a side note, I didn't actually say this in person or I haven't said this to him at all since this happened, but damn straight I'll come on my podcast and talk about it. So so let me get this straight. We train together in the mornings. We have regular sleepovers. You make me dinner. I make you dinner. We do sober activities. I come and stay with you when you get out of the hospital because something could happen to you in the night I learn CPR in case something happens in the night. You then invite me to your birthday, introduce me to your friends. We kiss every time we say goodbye and not just like a little peck, those kisses where you like go back for a second or even a third. I sound like a fucking pussy right now, but I am just painting a clear picture for you all of like what this was like. Is that dating? Is <laughs> What is dating these days? So that was kind of the situation beforehand. And you're going to stand there and say that your friend is right. Why do you care? We're not dating. What in God's name is fucking dating? I, I look, I know that I've been out of the dating game for a while and I've been more just on the banging bandwagon for the last four years as such. But what the fuck constitutes is dating these days? I have no idea. Anyway, I was sad. I was fucking upset about this. Of course I was. But that's the thing. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to be upset. But then we're fucking back, bitches. Wipe away those tears. Get your tits out. Do what you got to do. But I have found the art of doing it properly and not in a destructive way 
which I have done so many times in the past, I would react in a certain way. If something happened to me, especially with boys, I would do destructive things to help me feel better about things. I've been fucked over by a guy, so I'm going to go fuck his best friend. That makes you feel really good at the time, but the next day, the next few weeks, the next few months even, you will feel like utter shit. It's like a small high and the come down is ridiculous. So I've learned that before in the past. So what I did, I had my cry. I ate some apple pie and I pulled myself back together. I wiped away my tears. I made some outrageous Instagram stories, which at the time wasn't the intended purpose wasn't to get the DMs rolling in. That's exactly what I did. I was this damsel in distress. Somebody rescue me. And I had (laughs) multiple messages from boys. And one of those offers I took up from this hot fighter (laughs) that I had been like briefly talking to here and there, um, but we had never actually met. So we speak on the phone and he lives almost an hour out of Melbourne. I'm like, right. I don't have Uber right now because my card has been hacked and I don't have access to like order an Uber through my card. So he pays for my Uber. I go, I go out there. I've made some T's and C's before I leave. I'm like, right, like we're going to get super fucked up. Like I've had the most cooked night. We're going to take mushies. We're going to smoke some weed. We're going to drink some alcohol. And he's like, fuck yes. (laughs) So that's exactly what I did. And it was fun. I had so much fun out there, but I didn't have sex with them because I knew if I was having sex with somebody purely on the fact that it was going to make me feel better about somebody else, it wouldn't in the long run. I would feel so much worse about it. I would feel disgusting. I would, I wasn't having sex for the right reasons. So I didn't have sex with them. I just went and had the best goddamn night kept my mind off it. It got me it got me thinking the next day. I've always been so attached to this certain way that I need to be, this outrageous, witty, outgoing, single, here for a good time. One of the boys would never have a boyfriend though, never committed to anything. The list could go on. But I've always had this idea in my head of This is who I am, especially since my last relationship, which was over four years ago now. And I've just had this such clear idea that I can't be anyone or anyone else. And I was attached to this idea of what my identity was. And I wouldn't risk doing anything to jeopardize this. And I had to protect this identity as such. And in Buddhism, we're getting spiritual now, yes. But in Buddhism, they teach that identity is an illusion. Whatever labels you give to yourself, rich, poor, happy, sad, success, failure, good, bad, are only mental constructs that they're not even real. So you can't let these specific labels dictate your life. So you have to let go of your identity. And this is something that I've been researching a lot more lately. And especially since this experience and a few other experiences, this is just a a recent one that is relevant right now. But I've 
always considered myself this certain way for the last four years. And that's where this comes back to my own personal example, where I had it in my head, what if people don't like me if I'm a different way? What if they don't like me if I was to start dating? And in the very unlikely scenario that I got a boyfriend, my brand guidelines have gone out the window. The majority of people who reach out to me is because they love my content and the funny shit that I post, which is literally based around how single I am. But the point I'm making, because one of the most common signs that you're giving too many fucks about the opinion of others is when you are constantly trying to seek approval. If you are apologizing when you have absolutely nothing to be sorry for, if you're being overly loud in order to get attention, if you're fishing for compliments, if you're laughing at things that aren't funny, if you're being overly agreeable to things you might not even agree with, and this is just to name a few, then you probably give too many fucks. You are not inferior to anybody. You are not less than anybody. And most importantly, one thing that has taken me a long time to figure out, it's not your fucking job to make anybody else happy. You don't owe anybody anything. So do yourself a favor. Drop all this attachment to what other people say, think, and do. And don't feel the need to answer or justify yourself to anybody. And that's exactly what I had to do when I started this entire podcast. I'm a very sexual person. I love sex. I love experimenting with new toys, with new scenarios, entire new experiences. But I haven't always been open about this. Like, I've definitely thought about it, but I was too scared to even express a lot of my sexuality to partners. And now here we are talking about sex, MIA condoms, threesomes, you name it, I've probably already talked about it on the pod. But I knew when I started this podcast that it came with its risks. I run my own business and I have clients on my own personal social media platforms that see everything that I'm posting. And I'm not going to go through and block certain people from seeing my stories or posts because for one, I'm pro- I'm constantly preaching to my clients that they need to be authentic to their brand, they need to be original. So I had to start not giving a fuck. Obviously, like my close friends and everybody knew me for who I really am, but I had to take the risk and start showing the world and clients included who I really am if I wanted to make this podcast go anywhere and be the person that I really am publicly. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't give a fuck about anything, but let's be honest. Most things aren't important and they don't matter. For example, some viral content, Laurel or Yanny, is the dress blue and black or is it white or gold? Who gives a fuck? When you finally stop caring what other people think, you'll quickly see that no one will be able to manipulate you into doing things that you don't want to do. There's been so many times in my life, especially when I was younger, 
there's been so many times that I've wanted to say no when I have felt uncomfortable. For example, I have had sex when I, I didn't want to, but the guy was older. I didn't want him to stop liking me or I was scared of what he might have said or if I had if I had have said no. All of the stupid shit. And I wish I knew what I know now back then, but I can't live like that. You can't live like that. Accept your mistakes, learn from them, grow from them, and just don't do them again. And also accept that you can't make everybody happy. No matter what you do, there will always be people who criticize and complain about whatever the fuck you might be doing. So you might as well do whatever the fuck you want. When you start doing this, when you start living a life where you you stop caring, you'll start to take more chances and more risks, which is, I've kind of always been like that, but more so in recent years. And you'll experience so much more of what life has to offer, like, I don't know, threesomes, orgies, kidding. Unless that's what you want to do, then go have your orgy. But the problem with giving too many fucks about what other people think is that you start to become afraid to take chances and your comfort zone gets smaller and smaller and you'll just start holding back and you won't enjoy life. So I'm going to leave you with my final tips of not giving a fuck, only when it matters, of course. Let's not get you fired from your job because you don't feel like going or anything like that. So before you react in a certain way, For example, when 22-year-old messaged me asking, why does it matter? We're not dating, question mark. I could have responded with a three-paragraph text outlining all of my key points of why it mattered and why I thought we were dating. But I did not do that. Instead, I asked myself, does this really matter? Will this matter in a year? And the answer was absolutely not. So I left that message on scene. I just, ne- I just never replied. So if the answer is no when you ask yourself, will this matter in a year, then do not give a fuck. But if the answer is yes, then do something productive about it. Also ask yourself the question, why do you give a fuck? Do you give a fuck because it's really important or do you give a fuck because somebody else told you to give a fuck because you've had certain ideas put in your head from other people or you've seen it on social media or from any external source? Don't let other people's opinions influence you giving a fuck or not giving a fuck. Another one of my key tips is have better shit to focus on. Since the weekend, all of this went down, I have put so much more effort into my business, something that truly matters to me. I have a new employee. I've got three new clients this week. I'm getting a new website and I'm doing all of these things because I've shifted my focus from something I shouldn't be giving a fuck about to something I should be giving a fuck about. When you've got some big, important goal that you're working on, for example, your own business, 
then you don't have any extra time to waste on this unimportant shit that just doesn't matter. You'll sweat the small stuff when you're not focused on the big important stuff. So change your mindset on that one. My last tip is to make a conscious effort to not give a fuck. And that might sound really simple, but from experience, I used to give a fuck about so much. I would get annoyed at the smallest things and react in such a destructive way. And I'm sure like a lot of people, I was so attached to what other people thought of me, what other people were saying and what other people were doing as well. And until I started making a conscious effort to stop being triggered by things that annoyed me about other people or about what other people were saying or their opinions of me, whenever anybody said or did something I didn't like, I would instantly let it go instead of just analysing it. Instantly may have been a little bit of a stretch, but I didn't let it build up into something big in my mind. I tried to let it go and I gave myself time to let it go. I didn't react instantly. I didn't get angry. I just needed that little bit of time to reflect of what was happening before I made a decision about what I was going to do. When you start reacting in the moment, aka a guy fucks you over, let's go fuck his best friend. That is reacting in a really destructive way. So don't do that. Don't reply. Don't reply to a message straight away or just don't even reply at all in my instance. Literally anybody can yell, scream, argue, fight, just like how I could have hit that girl, thrown a left, right, good night. But it's even harder and more challenging to let things go, especially in real time, especially when there's alcohol involved, when there's drugs involved, when there's all of these other external factors. It's so much harder to let that shit go, especially without getting angry or holding any sort of resentment. And I would also just like to point out that I don't I don't hate that guy that I've been talking about. I genuinely still think he's an awesome guy. He's killing it at what he does. He's doing really well for himself. But we were obviously on such different pages about what was happening. And that's not my fault. That's not his fault. It's just what happened. And I've accepted that. So the more you practice about letting dumb shit go, the easier it gets And you'll start to wonder why everyone else gets so worked up and reacts to shit so unnecessarily. You'll start to sit back and watch certain situations and you'll start to have such a different perspective of why other people were acting that way. Honestly, it's a fucking game changer when you have mastered the art of not giving a fuck. So... Accept the things that you can't change, but change the things that you can. Whatever you do and whatever you decide to do in your life, it's always going to come with its struggles. So you've got to find the struggles that are worth it. Thanks for coming to my Tears Talk. Thank you for listening to a fair bit going on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Until next time, take care.